0: Hi, is that a penis in your pet? Fuck! Ugh, oh, I messed that up. Sorry, let's just- I'm just gonna go with it. Hi, I'm Nato Kitchen. and tonight on the Gay Anarchist Yoga and Rada Cooking Association we get our camp on as we check out Yeti, a love story. But because trauma films might not be everyone's cup of tea, I have two friends who have alternate versions of this movie for you to enjoy. First up, don't yeti-her catch you sleeping while you watch a movie with her. It's Amelia.
1: Get out of here! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, let me finish chewing this pizza. (laughs) I wasn't prepared. Okay. (laughs) Hello, guys! My name is Amelia. And I just have like the best idea for a movie. Okay, stay with me guys. Um, so it's called My Own Private Yeti Cult, alright? And it's a Shakespearean <laughs> retelling of a Hamlet.
2: Shut up I hate but you. With
1: a movie And my Macbeth witches. And it can be found along with all my other bad movie pitches on the Nefarious Navigator at Instagram. At the Nefarious Navigator on Instagram. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> Next up, for Yeti or worse, they're contractually obligated to laugh at my no. puns. It's Ro. Ow.
1: Oh. No.
2: Hi, I'm Ro, and this week I'd love to tell you about my newest favorite film, Debs, but with Yetis. <laughs> it's a story about four yeti girl spies in short skirts and revealing outfits who do yeti spy stuff i don't know jesus (laughs) <laughs> they're yetis, and they wear skirts, and they're spies. Slutty and they're yet- all lesbians!
0: <laughs> Slutty Yeti High School, here we come. Uh, tra- <laughs> Trauma films are some of America's finest B-movies, and proudly independent. Most of them rely on shock, humor, and extreme creativity, so it's no surprise that Matt Parker and Trey Stone, along with James Gunn and many others, have either worked for or got their start for one of my favorite production companies still working today. That being said, there are some offensive jokes in this movie and plenty of violence along with consensual and non-consensual sex. If that's not your thing, we have plenty other episodes for you to enjoy, but but for those who want more Yeti in their love life, let's give you a taste before we get into the ship. Yeti A Love Story follows Adam and Dick, two fraternity brothers who go on a camping trip with Emily, Sally, and Joe. Things start getting a little weird when Dick meets a mysterious woman in red named Deborah. Joe mysteriously disappears. Emily gets told she's the child of prophecy, and a Yeti that a cult worships kidnaps and falls in love and falls in love with Adam. And that's just the tip. If that makes you want to take the full <laughs> Yeti, uh, go check out Yeti: A Love Story. Or if you've just seen it or want to just hear more, it's time we void the spoiler boat as we go deeper into the forest of discussion. Toot toot! Uh, so how did y'all like this movie? What the fuck?
2: <laughs> what have you made me watch, Nato?
1: I'm very thankful. Personally, I would like to let you be know that we watched this this week. This is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> <to laughs> I, mean. I love photo <laughs> films so much i was
2: i was not prepared for like even in the first five minutes the amount of chaos
1: you um have you seen a trauma film before no
2: okay that explains my very first one
1: you've never you've
0: never seen like uh toxic avenger or poltergeist you know
2: i've heard a lot about toxic avenger but I've never actually watched it.
0: There's even a musical of Toxic Avenger.
1: There is? This I know is. there is!
2: Yeah, there. there's, uh, they sing a song about this girl having a gay boyfriend, and she's, like, really into him, because he does all the things that boyfriends are supposed to do, but there's, like, no, like, I love you, clingy, like, and, like, like, she doesn't have to worry about this. It's, it's, it's neat. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people did it for show pieces when I was in theater school. It's, it's, it's something.
0: <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of chaos. There's Yeti sex, a cult, sex, piss, a chosen warrior, a revenge subplot. And what was kind of the most enjoyable for you out of all these threads that happened in this movie?
1: The year, unabashed goofiness that is trauma films i know in your notes you said uh that trauma films or that this movie is what birdemic would be if it was self-aware and that is 100 <laughs> on point and it makes it i t- caveat i do enjoy birdemic immensely the fact that this is self-aware made me enjoy it so much more <laughs> This is the type of film that I would love to make one day.
0: <laughs> no,
2: absolutely. I could tell, like, everybody on this movie was having, like, ridiculous amounts of fun making it. Like, you can you can see it. Like, they're all super into it. You know what I mean? Like, even, <laughs> like, the, the guy, like, the bathroom fight. Where the guy is like backing himself into the corner, like pulling his own intestines out. Like, oh god (laughs) sex
1: piss. (laughs) Sex piss. piss.
2: (laughs) (laughs) By the way, sex piss gotta be the Best name I've ever heard for a character in the
1: movie. Sex Piss has made me decide solidly that I would like to dedicate an entire one of my calves to like bad cult movies. Oh, as far man. as like tattoos go. And the first fucking tattoo I'm getting in that vein is Sex Oh
2: my god. You have to let me see that sleeve when it's done. That sounds amazing. <laughs>
0: One of the things I really like about this film is kind of it makes me feel like I could make this film in a way. Oh, yeah. And I think that's really empowering for a lot of people to see something with this much like charisma but still on like a level that like like it's got so much personality, so many ideas. but it also has sort of like this thing where it's like uh, uh, tongue-in cheek. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it also knows, like, that it's being filmed on like a mini DV camera for like two hundred dollars, you know.
1: <laughs> but at the same time,
0: there's like I said, there's so much about this. But at the same time, it looks like something that like teenager, you know, freshman year film school me could have made, and I really love that.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so
0: empowering because I, I think that like this is the thing that like I really wanted for gay films in general like gay indie films like the mini dv era and everything is i wanted more films that would encourage other people to pick up a camera and go make more films you know so we'd have like uh, thousands upon millions upon of these like gay stories you know queer stories Mm -hmm. out there um and i think like I think I would suggest this to someone if they were like, oh, well, I have a story, but I don't have necessarily the specifics to be able to tell it, you know?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I feel like it's very inspiring. I feel like it's very inspiring to see movies like this that, like, how do I put that? Like... I think that there's a fine line between movies like this. And I, I'm going to go back to Birdemic again and like a, a movie like Birdemic, right? Where Birdemic became a cult film more because like you make fun of it, right? Like it's not self-aware and you're just like, wow, this is so bad. It's good. But like the people involved in the director aren't aware that it is as bad. But like, I think trauma films are more encouraging because it's like, I could just like purposefully make a self-aware bad movie and laugh at myself and get everyone else to laugh along with me and still just be like a cult success, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's the, uh, going back to like, uh, Birdemic and like the Neil Breen movies, you know, like mm-hmm. th- there is something to be said for all the movies we look at, even the really bad ones that they actually did make movies. They made the movies they wanted to make, whether we enjoy them for, being bad, or whether we enjoy them and appreciate them for like being self aware, and or low budget, or you know, look how bad this Yeti cost, this Yeti mask looks, but they're still, but he's still committed to making out with it.
2: They
1: they legit
2: got that costume
0: from Party City. I am sure that was an
1: amazing costume. Amazing.
0: That's the other thing about Trauma is they they really put their money like, cause like, yeah, trauma has like shock value jokes, uh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but like where trauma puts their money is like their makeup, their monster costumes and stuff like that. Like even the ones that don't have a lot of money put into them are like, you remember them. I remember every detail of this costume as much as I remember every detail of toxic adventure and that weird, I think penis from, I think, um, Return to Nugum High, uh yeah ret- <laughs> you know like like you, you remember these designs because they're just very eye-catching um but I think something that's equally as eye-catching are sort of the characters so I want to know who is your favorite character and who is your least favorite character and why so why don't we start with Throw? um
2: least favorite character um adam is the one who falls in love with the yeti right
0: mm-hmm.
2: definitely adam like i was rooting for him to die within like the first five minutes of
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um most favorite character it's gotta be Oh man, there are too many. Um, Cult girl is amazing. I don't remember what her name is, but she um, was great.
0: Deborah, I think. She, yeah, yeah Deborah. Deborah
2: brought a whole bunch of energy that was really great. Um, Crossbow lesbian did a wonderful job. <laughs>
1: um, I
2: think. I don't know. I think I like. I remember her as Crossbow Lesbian because she. She received a crossbow with, like within the first 30 minutes of the film and just did not stop killing people. <laughs> it was great. And then the third favorite, gotta be Sex Piss. Gotta be Sex Piss.
0: I'm really bad just, with names if, if anyone who's making he's, this. He's
2: iconic. He's iconic. His name sticks in your brain. <laughs> His name sticks in your brain. He's got a character that's easily recognizable as somebody who lubes up his entire arm to finger bang someone. Well, I like, like the one finger thing. condom and then people.
1: he loops <laughs> up his whole arm. Like...
0: <laughs> where, do you even get, where do you even get a condom that small?
1: Uh, excuse yet... me, we have plenty of them at work for when we have Band-Aids when we okay. cut our fingers. My numbers. other favorite...
2: My other favorite thing about Sex Piss, he takes, he lubes up his entire arm to finger bang someone, yet he's canonically afraid of intimacy with other people. <laughs> because he had that dream where people were shaking their no-nos at him and he was really freaked out by
1: it.
0: <laughs> what about you, Amelia? Favorite, least favorite? <laughs> There's a lot of depth and character um, there.
1: least favorite... Mmm... I actually kind of like enjoyed all the characters a lot but um i guess i'll have to go with adam as well just because like i you know just like with zombievers like i kind of hate the Freddy douchey boy that i want to like <laughs> die right away uh so adam
2: yeah Freddy bo- douchey boys can die
1: yeah exactly i i cheer when they die in movies to be clear um <laughs> For legal reasons. Um... <laughs> I, I chew and
2: they die for legal reasons. You heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here
1: first. Um, so favorite. Slightly different order. But like basically same top three. Sex Piss is my number one. Um, just because. You know. Yeah. It's fucking sex pics. Also like. When was this movie made?
0: um this movie was made in 2006
1: okay so Um, i think if this movie had been made in the modern day with a name like sex piss sex piss would only be able to be like some fucking anarchist dirty like rat kid train jumper so um yeah love sex piss uh he's my people um (laughs) 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 then deborah and then crossbow lesbian I mean, just, like, three great characters, honestly. And that death scene with the intestines. Okay,
2: how did he manage to pull out all of his intestines and still make it to the final Yeti battle?
1: Long (laughs) enough to say, long enough to say, finger bang. (laughs) Because
0: he's sex piss. Um, Finger bang. There are, there are... A lot of jokes. This movie takes the quantity over quality kind of mentality. And I think for the for the best. Um, was there a joke in this that y'all really like stood out to you that you really liked? Um, um From
2: a sensory overload perspective, uh, when... What's his name? Joe? The really gay one from the beginning of the movie that didn't survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he's driving and he's like, "No more music. I'm wearing glasses."
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. I feel like we have a lot of the same opinions on this movie row because, like, so <laughs> I almost great with you. But honestly, that's the one that stood out to me because I was cracking up at that because when I still used to drive, that was literally me. It's like I can't see if the music's up, guys. I gotta. I gotta turn it all the way down so that I can see properly. I'm, I i can not see well. Okay, it's like and the music doesn't
0: help. I really like the visual joke of Emily just being given like all this equipment because she's the chosen one. And it's like, and here's the a crossbow, an easy thing. And I also like the fact that like um, go along with that. Like when when the the priest was like telling her that she's the chosen one and he shows her the picture and it's just like an outline <laughs> it's like, looks just like you <laughs> i'm a sucker for those kind of i love jokes. how
2: like she was told she was a crossbow lesbian and immediately somehow found a cape <laughs> <laughs> well, they just... do you not
1: just have like random capes in like every bag that you carry with you just in case because
2: i i have some news for you amelia I am. I am not a crossbow lesbian, so no, I don't.
1: I'm. I'm a Renfest pansexual, so I actually <laughs> do typically have some costume pieces on like at any given moment.
0: <laughs> Speaking of that, like we do have a lesbian couple and a gay couple in this movie, so like, um, this is pretty gay, all things considered.
2: Yeah, the amount of representation in this movie is absolutely staggering. <laughs> this is, like, the epitome of that thing that Republicans <laughs> say about, like, well, if you legalize gay marriage, then what's to stop people from marrying the dog? Or finding a yeti boyfriend? <laughs> or falling in love with the Sasquatch? It's it's the, it's the same exact
0: thing. <laughs> I feel like this movie like with with all of its elements is like default what I expected when I started watching low budget gay films. But like I, I I think this is better. But I'm not entirely sure why it's pro- it might be because like the wink wink, you know, kind of thing like we know how we, we know we're making a bad film, but it feels like there's something more to it. I feel like one of
2: the reasons this movie is so good is because they, like, obviously took the time to get everybody on to the same page about exactly what kind of movie they were making. And, like, if you have that kind of group of people or everybody's just, like, able to, like, give 110% for, like, a nugget of shit, then, like, it's not surprising when it comes out, like, shine like, <laughs> the shiniest turd, you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of what this movie is. It's, like, a really, really shiny turd. And everybody involved knew it. So, like, they were able to give, like, all of their love and all of
0: attention to it. Do you think that there's anything else that, like, other low-budget gay films or gay filmmakers could adopt or learn from this and other trauma films?
1: I think not taking yourself too seriously. Um, you know, if we're talking about independent, lower-budget, not good... um, Films that we've seen, like Phoenix, or anything made by Jeff London. Uh, I mean, those are high art. Um, (laughs) Or Phoenix again. Um, Or
2: or like, hear me out, Phoenix.
1: Or yeah. (laughs) Um, but like, yeah, just don't take yourself too seriously. Like, it's it's okay to make a bad movie. Just own it. Have fun with it. Like. Go go all in, you know.
0: Nothing is worse than like, a bad, super serious film.
2: Why do you think another gay movie is so much
0: better than another gay sequel?
1: Exactly. Uh,
0: the first one didn't have RuPaul in it. <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: uh, and thank God.
2: <laughs> also, they they knew they were making a turd. Yeah, they knew it. Yeah, and they had fun with it (laughs) And when they got to the second movie They were so obsessed with polishing it and shining it That they forgot that at the core of it all They were making a turd
0: Well, another gay movie, just to clarify um, From what we know about it Versus another gay sequel Another thing was like uh, Another gay movie is very bitter Like has like that i really hate that i'm having to make this which we know from the director and the interviews from them and another gay sequel is kind of like well crap that got you know that got successful i guess i have to make another one kind of thing but i have i'm already out of like everything i had to say (laughs) speaking of which there is a sequel to this movie um is
1: there mm
0: -hmm. really it came out like i think 2017 Oh my um, goodness. I have not seen it yet.
1: So like 11 years after, okay?
0: <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Uh they, they got back Adam, your favorite character. Um I don't I'm not sure who else they got back. I just know Adam is <laughs> in it. Um There's one thing that I think okay, uh um last when we talked about Vampire Boys 2, I kind of gave a riddle to Amelia Um, that, uh, you know, you notice bad sound design, uh, but you don't notice good sound design. This movie, I don't think we've really had a chance to talk about when you have intentionally bad sound design uh which is something completely different that i want to clarify this movie like it has this great motif where just like when they first see uh deborah the cult girl like show up in the red and there's like this like music to like accent her and like uh dick's like um attraction to her and then it just cuts it off you know, and when they're having like sex in the bed, they just like randomly cut off the music. And it's, to me, it's hilarious. (laughs) Uh, They
2: actually, they cut off the music whenever she's into it. (laughs) It's really fun. And actually, yeah, I would honestly say that to me is another one of the funniest jokes in the movie is how like really on it, the sound design is in kind of a that punchy way you know what I
1: mean Mm -hmm. they know what they're doing yeah
2: it's, it's different when you're being terrible on purpose because you're you're making decisions in a more like if you're not doing it on purpose and your sound design is bad then you really have no excuse you're just bad at sound design but if your sound design is like perfect, and you're intentionally making it bad, then you know that takes skill.
1: Yeah.
0: And <laughs> I really do. You have li- to know
1: the rules to break them.
0: I really do yeah, like the GarageBand exactly. level, like MIDI on on the music too. Like that, it does sound like either like a Casio or like a GarageBand like composition. Or Ableton. Or Ableton. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me just
1: drop these beats. (laughs) I'm
0: going back for a second. Like it feels like compared to the other movies, there's a lot more sex in this movie.
1: It definitely broke our two penis roll.
2: Oh, yeah, by a good three or four or five penises. I
1: I lost count during that dream sequence, too. I saw your notes and I laughed at myself. I was just like, (laughs) yeah, that's literally what I just thought about when I saw this. (laughs) (laughs) And the funny thing
2: is, I can't tell if it's the same penis over and over or a different penis every time, so I really don't know how to count it.
1: Is this really like the two penis? Like, we saw two penises for sure could have been the same penis the last four times, but we don't know. So, like, <laughs> two to seven. Two to seven is good.
0: <laughs> the other thing I really like uh, attached to the penises, I feel like I have a chance with most of the guys in this film, which is something I very much enjoy. I don't think I could like, get with <laughs> anyone in, like, Vampire Boys 2 or another gay movie, but I feel like I have a chance with most of these guys because they feel like they're all for Maine, and for some reason, Maine guys like me.
2: uh yeah we can definitely talk about this why is everybody in every gay indie movie so fucking hot all the time it's not statistically possible
1: (laughs) you know i I do i do think that there is like a a real point to be made with that oh Um, yeah
2: for sure and
1: how like i think society perceives and expects and I want to say very specifically that this is, like, for gay men, right? And I'm not a gay man, obviously. Um, what? What? I know. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> but, like, I, like, from an outsider's perspective, I do feel like there is a certain, like, perception in society of what gay men are supposed to look like. Um, and it's always, like, kind of borderline on the more Femi side of things, you know? Um, Bill super attractive, super fashionable, like, you know, just, like, all, all these things. And so, like, I – okay, so with a lot of the movies we watch, I feel like it doesn't – they don't necessarily fall into that stereotype because they're made by actual gay people for the most part instead of, like, outsiders. But, like, it, it's always refreshing to see that, just, like, not this expectation of, like, in – um what was the movie we watched last week
0: vampire boys oh sorry going going down down in Lala land Land.
1: yeah like or even even vampire boys also like just or vampire boys 2 also
0: (laughs) this is definitely like it's funny because like both of those happen like in like you know california and this happens in new england it's just like stark contrast but like i i've slept with an adam i've slept with a joe I've probably slept with a dick and a sex piss, you know, I don't remember, but I probably did. Um, and, but you haven't
1: like, (laughs) but
0: but I have never slept with a Jason, you know, exactly, exactly. Um, and I really appreciate, I know they were probably just like doing it out with their friends, but I, as, as someone who is pretty average themselves and is okay with that, Like, I really appreciate, like, the representation of just characters who have a lot of personality, who have very distinct characteristics, but maybe aren't, you know, supermodels. And they're fraternity bros. Like, how can you get, how can you not be gayer than that?
2: True. frat boys be hella gay.
1: (laughs) Absolutely.
2: nato and i would definitely know we went to an art school that didn't have greek life
0: (laughs) oh there there was for a little while when i went to csf really um we haven't really talked about the representation of relationships in this movie and there's a lot of different relationships in it we have uh what i think is one of another funny gag when um Adam at the beginning and I think her name is Sarah uh like are having sex behind Adam and Emily and they're just having like a casual conversation um we also have the relationship between Adam and the Yeti which is more of sort of like uh fools falling in love like that kind of like uh head rush relationship you know where it just like all happens so fast and you're caught up in the sort of honeymoon of it um yeah, adam was down bad man that is i do have one complaint yes they couldn't have just bought like there there's a, like a dildo called the kong um but they could not have just like gone out and bought like a big dildo and like spray painted it white they had to use no, like a, obviously a pipe.
2: like a like a dowel <laughs> rod with a mushroom head
1: Okay. <laughs> in their defense, in their defense, I feel like a dildo would not have fit in with Troma's image as much as a fucking pipe with like a mushroom <laughs> shaped thing on top of it that spray paint and white would have. Just saying. <laughs>
0: i know i just wanted balls i
1: don't go i don't i don't watch trauma films because i expect realism okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) i wanted some yeti balls
1: then then amelia please
2: pray do tell why do you watch trauma films
1: because they're amazing and i love them
2: (laughs) (laughs) please more detail
1: i okay look listen okay let's be real for a second I there is a side of me that loves like legitimately good films that are directed by like well-known, I don't know if well-known is the right term, but like iconic <laughs> directors like Sergei Parajanov or like Jeff um, London. Or, you know, not Jeff London. Um <laughs> there's also a part of me that literally binge watches every single episode of 90 Day Fiance and uh You, me and my ex, and I love a mama's boy, okay? So I fucking love trash, all right?
2: Obviously.
1: When (laughs) I sit down and I see that trauma (laughs) brand, all right, flicker across my screen like a beacon. I'm like, I am home. I am guaranteed some grade A level trash, and I know what to expect. And what I expect is a fucking pipe. with a mushroom paper mache thing on it, spray painted white and not a dildo. I, I expect that level of like just trash. Well,
0: Anyways. then I have some great news for you. Ooh, yay. Because Troma has multiple queer films.
1: Oh, yes, yes. Are we going to do Attack of the Killer Condom?
0: We are definitely doing that. Yes. Uh, we we are going to do every single one of them over the course of basically the next year. Um, I'm but- doing a little
1: dance right now. Y'all can't see because we're not on video. <laughs> but,
0: so we will be coming back to trauma. But yeah, I think there is something because like we watch, we have watched so many serious movies. We have watched, you know, Portrait of a Lady, currently on fire, The Hours. Uh, well, we we kind of didn't talk about the hours that much, but you know,
2: queer talk, the
0: movie, <laughs> but nine dead gay guys, it just like, it feels very nice Story to sometimes just shut off your brain and enjoy something. It's like, it's like why I was into Riverdale. Um, I'm not gonna say it's why I was into Glee because I was just I had an addiction and it needed to be like help with medication. Um, <laughs> eating out five, hoping weekend. <laughs> but you know you know what I'm saying. Sometimes you just want to sit there and watch something that knows it is trash, but is having fun. And mm-hmm. it's fun because it knows that. Sometimes you want to laugh at things. Sometimes you want to be like, how much, wait, how much was the budget for the room? Oh my God, they spit all of that on this, you know, kind of. And sometimes you want to watch something more serious and, you know, well done this uh, is a movie that I would love to
2: watch with you two like in the same room
1: oh my god can you imagine the commentary
2: like this is a movie that I know if I was watching with other people I would not be able to shut up
1: I will take a greyhound down to get midway point for all three of us to meet let's go let's
0: go get a, <laughs> let's go get a hotel you know
1: <laughs> I love
2: I love when Adam is, like, feeding the Yeti chocolate and he, like, puts it in the mask and it, like, falls onto the ground. (laughs) And Adam just, like, looks to camera like, oops. (laughs) So,
0: I want to say...
2: Or when Deborah's like... But Adam... Or, but Dick, I'm I don't wanna be in the cult no more. I love you.
0: And then they walk out
2: of the room <laughs> and she's like, I fooled him into loving me. <laughs> but
0: I wanna say for the record, uh, I voluntarily watched this movie twice in a row, so if you like if you're like me and love Colton B movies, uh this is one of my rare host recommendations. Um, but that's just me. Let's see how my co hosts also agree with me completely. Amelia this movie make you want to go to church so you'll be told you're the one and given a lot of weapons? Or does this movie make you want to go see Tentacle Boy, a boy who does not have tentacles?
1: Hey Hey NATO. He is. NATO. He's come here. I'm here. Get get closer. Yes. <laughs> get closer. Yeah, I like i back
0: like so
2: you, can, so you two can get closer. I'm as close as I can be.
1: Finger bang, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I, I will definitely watch this movie again. Everyone should watch this movie. It's great, especially if you love like just D movies.
0: <laughs> bro, did this movie make you realize your love uh, may be out there waiting for you, and also be worshipped by a cult, or make you fill out the paperwork at a police station? <laughs>
2: Um, hey, 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 Nato. I'm not doing this again. Hey, hey, hey (laughs) Nato. Okay, yes? Can can you, can you please, can you please turn Amelia down? I have glasses. (laughs) 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 No, um, for real though, uh, I hate this movie, never watch it. No, uh, for real though, this, it's movies like this that give me, like, hope for the future of DIY film. Like <laughs> I want to make a I like this movie makes me want to make a movie.
0: <laughs> anyway, that's what we think But if you've seen this movie or are watching it later We'd love to hear your thoughts and your, exp- and your experience with it You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Gankapod That's G-A-Y-E-C-A-P-O-D While you're there, why not suggest a movie for us to watch in the future? We're always looking for new suggestions And we can't wait to experience more movies with you I'm Nito Kitsch And remember, Yeti, dick or not, use protection
1: Finger bang Uh, also, I'm, like, obviously, you're gonna cut this part out, but like, can you please find the rendition of Cartman from South Park singing about finger banging and put it somewhere in this episode? Because I think that I would it. just be carry on the cake.